0: Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Welcome back to the podcast friends. It's been a little bit since I've recorded an episode. I took two weeks off um, just because I was going through a lot and also just felt like I needed a bit of a summer break. It has been an intense year. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of conversations with friends who have also been just feeling like we're trying to get back to the pace that we were going at before COVID or even a faster one to make up for things. And we're just like not really feeling it and it's just a little bit intense, maybe um, a little hard on our nervous systems and a little bit of a shock from the slow pace and quiet time and time alone that we were used to before the pandemic. So if you are also feeling a little bit like, oh my gosh, this is a lot (laughs) and struggling to keep up and feeling like, you just need rest and time away. You're not alone. I think a lot of us are collectively feeling just the uh, the maybe pressure is the right word of the speed of things while also being so excited. I know especially I was so eager to get back into the swing of things over the last year as things started happening again post-COVID, but it is... Yeah, I think it's catching up with us. It's at least it's catching up with me a little bit. And I'm kind of trying to find a really good balance between saying yes to the things I want to while saying no so I have enough time to fill my cup, um, especially being a creative. I really need a lot of alone time to just reflect, process, um, write, express, be creative, do inner work, um, it's just, yeah, I need more time for that, for my personality type and my job. And so i um, trying to find that balance myself while also trying to enjoy life. There's so many fun events I've had going on lately. I just had a really wonderful event with Bella Beat at Nobu Malibu, which is like one of my absolute favorite restaurants. I mean, it is kind of like a, I don't know hyped up place I guess you could say in LA but I really feel like it's worth the hype like I tried a lot of dishes on their menu at this event that I would never have ordered myself mostly because like it's just such good sushi and I let's oh my gosh are we getting into sushi we're getting into sushi I have sushi plans tonight and tomorrow night so (laughs) maybe I'll just go into a little sushi um tangent here but so yeah I your girl could eat sushi every single day. And oftentimes when I go places like Miami or um, when I was in Ibiza and I don't know, even just sometimes it just ends up happening, like I will have like a span of like a week where I just have sushi every day and I just, I don't get tired of it. I really should test out how long I can eat sushi every day at some point. Um, I feel like I could go for a really long time though, because I am one of those people that really loves a food and gets into it and eats it every single day for months on end. Who else, who else here is like that? Um, yeah, it's been, oh my gosh. Well, here's a great example. Since Paris, I, I, The hotel that we stayed at had such a great breakfast buffet and I had okay I think I've told you guys on the podcast maybe mentioned it once or twice though but if you don't know I was vegan for two years and then after that was pescatarian for about a decade so I had not eaten meat in yeah maybe 10 11 years maybe it was like eight or nine years I was pescatarian. But anyway, it had been a long time, at least a decade pretty much since I had last eaten meat. And in January, I had just been learning a lot about health and fitness and um, had been working on just building more muscle and all of that stuff. And having a decent protein intake is really helpful for building muscle and also staying satiated and not overeating and just repairing your cells in your body. And so I got serious. Um, I guess it was like, yeah, I joined Equinox in November. And so I started really ramping up on those things. And then January I was like, I am just eating so many eggs and so much salmon and I'm just tired of it. Like I need more variety and, um, yeah, like I I think I need to give meat another chance. And so I decided to start eating meat again. And I am very glad I did that. I am not going back. I feel better. I've built more muscle. I've had more energy. Um I just feel a little bit healthier overall. I lost some of the extra fluff that was clinging on that I think was a result of just like I wasn't able to get enough protein in. So anyway, went to Paris breakfast buffet there was this amazing sausage and I know sausage is not like a healthy meat Um, I mostly eat lean proteins but I fell in love and I have literally been eating sausage with my breakfast every single day since then I've been getting like lean chicken sausages and stuff like that that's like a lot healthier than the real sausage I was eating there but um, that's just an example of how like months I went to Paris in February early, mid, mid February. So I am a creature of habit. I, when I like something, I like it. I eat it nonstop for months. Um, clothes, if I find a bodysuit or something I love, I get it in like three colors and I wear it so much. Um, and I actually don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that, yeah, I think that it's just a, a personality thing that I am happy to accept with myself. And it also saves me money because I do repeat outfits and I know, I think it's great. I think it's great to love what you have or love what you're eating so much that you want to enjoy it often. So anyway, I was at Nobu for this event and typically anytime I go somewhere for sushi, I really, I love yellowtail. And so I mostly only get yellowtail scallion rolls. Like I love my plain raw fish and rice with lots of wasabi and soy sauce. And sometimes I'll get salmon or tuna, but, or, you know, maybe I'll try another random fish or so, but it's usually yellowtail just yellowtail rolls, plain yellowtail rolls. And this event they had like oh my gosh, I think we had like seven courses, six courses, so much food and everything was insane. We had I think it was ribeye? I'm like still learning the like different kind of steak like meat cuts and such, but I think it was a ribeye so good with like caramelized onions and this like really good slightly tangy but mostly savory sauce the cod i think was my favorite out of this world obviously all the rolls were um but I just ended up trying so many other things and so I personally think that nobu is worth the hype oh the desserts oh my gosh I don't even ever eat dessert I'm not a dessert person but I was just like oh my gosh I can't like pass this up. I got to try some of these. Um, And the other girls were like already next to me. They were like, these are so good. And the other one of the girls that was next to she's like, I'm not a dessert person either. And I am obsessed. And I was like, "Okay, okay." All the dessert was good. So it is worth the hype to to be in my opinion. Um, I just love it there. But anyways, I've had I had a wonderful, wonderful dinner there, which is actually going to lead us into the magic of the week because I am loving the brand so far. Um, The brand is Bella Beat, and it is basically like a tracker that you wear on your wrist. And I have, this is a manifestation, you guys. I have been really wanting a tracker. Um, I've just been like, again, trying to slowly and gradually make small changes to improve my fitness, my physical health, my muscle, to just improve my physical state and health. And everything. And so I've been trying to increase my water intake, more electrolytes. There's lots of little things that I can definitely share. Maybe I'll do like a wellness episode soon. Let me know if you'd be interested in that. Cause I've been trying, testing lots of things and I do have a lot of good things to share that I've been loving. Um, but anyway, I, I want, I've been wanting a tracker and I do have an Apple Watch. It's just like big um, and I have been having trouble pairing it to my phone. There's some like I have to take it to the Apple store. I haven't been able to do it after trying like three times unsuccessfully to pair it back to my phone again. So there was just kind of like a block there and I'm just honestly I've been lazy and haven't gone to the Apple store. So I was like, okay, I'm not like, this isn't sinking, but it's like not really what I want to be wearing anyway because it is kind of big and kind of clunky. I do love my Lagos wristband. I will say that that made me love my Apple watch so much more. It does look like jewelry, but it's, for me, it's just a lot to have on every day. Um, If I'm going to wear, if I'm going out or as an accessory, I would wear it with the Lagos band because it is really, really stunning. It looks like jewelry, but it's just, for me, it's just too much on my arm to have on like all day all night. I want to sleep with it. I've been wanting to track my sleep better. Um but steps, I really wanted to track my steps and I had been looking at the Aura Ring and really considering that. Um and I just I don't know, it looked a little bit bulky to me. Uh, I had I literally just though was talking to a friend last Saturday. So less than a week ago and hers did not look bulky on her and she had it next to a Cartier ring and I was like okay I can see making a ring situation where it fits in and looks like you know your normal jewelry does not look bulky or too much but up until that point they had mostly looked bulky to me and I really didn't want to have a big bulky wing most of my rings right now are like actually all of them are very thin and delicate and I'm kind of really enjoying this vibe right now so and I know these are like you know little simple things, but um, they're preferences. And so, you know, before investing in something, I've just been kind of thinking about it, weighing my options, all of that. Um, And yeah, I guess I really, I I have had multiple Fitbits. I don't like how they look. Um, They just don't look great. They look like a workout band. And I'm just like, I don't know. This just, it's not what I want. So anyway, I have been putting out an intention wanting one of these bands or trackers for probably three months now, three and a half months now. And I got invited to this event. Literally, it was a very last minute invite through the founder of a tanning brand who also does work with Bella Beat. um, And I'm actually loving their tanning products. I'm going to maybe have that as an upcoming magic for maybe next week's episode. But uh, on Instagram, it'll be in probably my beauty highlight. I forget which one I put it in, but it's either beauty or skincare. Um, But the tanning products I am loving so far. But anyway, got invited last minute. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm loving the tanning products. I love Nobu. Obviously, I'm going to come and I go and it's for this brand called Bella Beat, which is it's a tracking device that actually looks really cute. I have it on my wrist right now. It looks like a bracelet. Uh, mine is all black, black on black, which is very me. If you know me, you know the New York in me runs strong <laughs> and the neutrals girl in me. As much as I've been dabbling into color, I love my neutrals, especially for anything that I am wearing like consistently or on repeat. Um, And obviously something like this, I'm trying to wear it 24-7 aside from when it's charging so it tracks everything. So, oh my gosh, this device. And I haven't even dove into the app fully yet. There's so much more I need to explore. Like there's recipes, there's meditations, there's workouts because there's like a whole coach aspect of it but essentially you track your cycle with it and i have been seeing so much and i'm hoping to have somebody on the podcast at some point in the next few months to help break down for you and me the luteal phase i think it's the follicular menstrual and then something something related to like when you're ovulating but anyway there's like the four phases of our cycle and We should be basing our sleep, our exercise, our nutrition, our supplements, everything off of where we are in our cycle to work with our body, not against it. And I've been seeing stuff on Instagram. It's trending lately. I'm sure you guys have seen stuff in your feeds, too. So I've been like kind of like starting to pay attention to it but like really feel lost and don't really know where to begin. But um, I I've, I've shared with you guys that I've been on a journey to kind of just help my hormones balance out and they have gradually gotten better over the last year. The supplement that I shared that I started taking last fall, which I'm still taking, Elix, which they did recently give me a coupon code for you guys. I will have that in the show notes. It's an elixir that is fantastic. It is basically Chinese herbs, Chinese medicine, and it helps to regulate your hormones and just have the body more in sync with itself. I have been loving it. Um, really great results. It really helped with my acne long term. Uh, I'd say it cut my acne down by about 70%. Um, and it's pretty much stayed there except for when I ran out of it for about seven weeks, six, seven weeks, I started to see myself breaking out more. So it, it made a big difference. It hasn't completely eradicated my acne, but I have been very happy with the results. Um, so yeah, if you are interested in checking that out, I'll have that in the show notes. But anyway, I've been on this journey to work with my hormones and obviously working with your cycle, the phases of your cycle helps your hormones a lot. Um, so The app helps you track your cycle. It tells you what phase you're in as well as supplements, food, workouts, all those things that would work well with where you are in your cycle. So I am obsessed. I've just been using it this week and I'm loving it so far. It has your heart rate. So it basically has everything that like my Fitbit had, my basic little Fitbit. Um, I'm not sure all of what Aura Ring has in it, but I know my Apple Watch. It was mostly steps, activity, heart rate, things like that. It has all of that, as well as you can track your quiet time, your water. Um, it tracks your sleep, it tracks your heart rate, and it t- it has like a little readiness score. So based off of like your activity and your sleep and everything, it it takes a week or so to like learn you, but it and it also to learn your cycle like it, you input when you have your period and all of that but it learns you and based off of that the more it gets to know you the more accurate recommendations it can give you for just how active to be what to eat what supplements to take what workouts do all of that just so you can like work better with yourself so I'm really excited to keep using it I've been really loving it so far especially because it's like it is a tracker and so much more and it looks just so much cuter than all the other ones so I'll have this linked in the show notes if you want to check this out. Bella Beat uh super cute and from what I was learning about the brand from the event and just reading up on it like it is a really good brand and it really cares about women and giving back so um yeah all around really really excited about Bella Beat anyway so yes lots of events I really loved going to the Bella Beat event. I had an event with a handbag brand that I love, Songmon. Um, just a lot of stuff that's coming up, going on. I feel like it's just been go, 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 but it's been so fun at, at the same time. And um, and yeah, just it's always kind of like a, a thing, at least for me. And I feel like for most of my friends that I chat with about this to just like try to find balance. There's no such thing really sort of, but there is. And um, it's all about finding a rhythm in each season because things change and we have to adapt and change as they do. Um, but finding a rhythm that helps you feel your best inside and outside and show up your best. Um, and so, yeah, as I'm entering this, I feel like it's going to be the summer season for me. Cause I, I think I'm moving end of August, which slightly stressed about, but again, I think one of the things I love the most about manifestation is how it's helped me just realize how powerful of a creator I am. And so I know I'm going to find the right place at the right time and it's all going to come together just as everything else always does. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I feel like this this summer is going to be my season and then it's probably going to be a whole new one end of August. But, but I did want to go into, though, today's episode, kind of coming off of what I just said about it all always working out. I, I want to talk about that with you guys um, because I used to get frustrated when people would say that when people would just, you know, things like, oh, it's all working out. It's all going to work out. It's all happening for you. Like that stuff can be really triggering when you don't really understand how everything works or you don't see the big picture or you don't have the hindsight um, and experience to back those beliefs up. Some people can just say them because they don't know what else to say and it can be maybe the wrong timing. um, So it's really not that caring or sensitive or helpful. But I think for me, they mostly only give me comfort now. Very rarely, very, very rarely do they ever annoy me (laughs) because I really feel like I have solidified my worldview and beliefs and just my manifestation mindset that really has supported me so much over the last year and just really being a rock despite whatever might be happening outside of me. Uh, I really feel so safe and stable within myself. Um, to the point where I'm sometimes like, I feel like I should be more freaked out or bothered right now by what my external reality looks like. Um, And I'm just not, and it's really cool. And I'm able to like really show up and be a rock for other people. Um, I've just, I've seen this really put to the test the last few weeks because I've just been going through some very difficult things um, that really look like it's not working on the outside. Um, And I've, I've gone through situations like this before and I really just have so much evidence now and so much of a big picture perspective now that I know and my faith is just so, so, so solidified now that it really actually is all working out that I'm really just like not that faced and like I'll have a moment here or there but for the most part I'm just kind of like no, this this is it working out. It looks the exact opposite but it really is. And so I just, I wanted to have an episode because I know how hard it can be, especially if you are still really just starting to see evidence or you haven't seen any yet that this actually works, or you just feel like you're drowning and things going the opposite of what you're calling in and what you're wanting. And you like, you don't understand, you're confused, you're discouraged, you're defeated, you're angry. Maybe I have definitely been there where I'm like, what the actual fuck? God, universe, like, what are we doing? This is not what I designed and this is not what I said. Is not what I've been calling in or, you know, visualizing, meditating on, vibrating at. This is the opposite or so I thought. Um, And so I wanted to just record an episode on it um, to just kind of share with you, first of all, seven different reasons why your manifestation might not be coming through. Um, whether it's just like not here yet or it just looks completely like it's gone completely the wrong direction and some things that you can do if that is the case and that's where you're at right now. So number one reason why your manifestation might not be happening. You don't believe and <laughs> I know it's a lot easier said than done and belief can sometimes feel delusional Um, but Belief really is the crux of manifestation, believing and being in the future reality that you want. I know that I have my seven step manifestation practice where, you know, we go through all these things, but all of those things that we go through in the manifestation, my manifestation steps and practice, it's to get you to believe and it's to get you to embody the person who is on the other side, who has the thing, who believes because it happened already. Like it's so easy to believe that something is going to happen if it already happened, right? Like it's not, it's like knowing at that point. Um, And that's kind of the whole point though of the steps. And it's to get you to be in belief and to be in the state in which you would be in if you believed, right? If you fully believed that what you were manifesting, the job, the money, the relationship, the friendships, the apartment, whatever it might be, if you believed it was already yours, All of those steps like would be kind of pointless because of course you wouldn't be attached to it. Of course you wouldn't be like chasing it or, you know, forcing it. Of course you wouldn't be vibrating like in desperation or sadness or all these other things. You would be like feeling so excited. You would be, you will have already taken the inspired action. You would, will of course be in a released energy. You will have already received. It's like you'll already be on the other side of it. And so, and for me personally, believing means you have faith and real faith is, I mean, even to use a Bible verse, because I really do believe that most of the religious texts that we all have grown up with really do support manifestation and kind of explain it. Um, But it says even in the Bible, like, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Belief, it to me, is it's faith. You are actively choosing to believe in something that you have not seen yet. And that is what makes it happen. That's what calls it into your reality. Your life is really evidence of what you believe. And a lot of it is subconscious, which is why subconscious rewiring is so powerful and helpful with manifestation because we are oftentimes creating things from beliefs that we they, we don't want them anymore. They're just not aligned with who we are or what we want. And we need to like eradicate them and replace them. Um, but we just don't even realize they're there until we do some deep digging sometimes. But it really just comes down to faith. And faith is what moves mountains. There's more verses in the Bible about that. Faith is what makes things happen. It's what actually it's what manifestation is it's faith that causes your manifestation to come into your reality so my number one reason why you might not have seen whatever it is in your reality yet is because you actually don't believe it's yours you don't believe it's happened um and I'm gonna have some like you know add-ons to that slash caveats to that in the following points but you know number one is do you really believe do you really believe it's yours do you really believe that it's happened are you living on the other side of it already having happened for you? Um, and so it's it's a challenge for me, and I feel like this is something that I have really been working on locking in. Because it really, you really, you really find out whether you believe or not when it gets past when it was supposed to happen, and you still believe. That's when, you know, if you have faith or not. And, and I really you don't have to be 100 percent with these things. I really do feel like it's like it all adds up and overflows. um, And it's kind of like, you know, with working out and with whatever else, your relationships, like if you're putting 80, 90 percent good in your body, 80, 90 percent love in your relationships, like they're going to work. You know, it's going to work out. It's going to be good healthy fun high vibe all of that and I really think you know we don't ever need to be perfect I very much believe in grace and I think grace is part of my faith I believe that I don't need to be perfect for it to work out I just need to believe and do my best Um, and it will work out with caveats coming on working out and what that means sometimes (laughs) coming but you know I really believe that it all adds up Um, that's something that Somebody whose work I've studied a lot, um, it, Amanda Francis says, I think she says it all adds up and overflows. Um, and I think it's just such a great analogy. It's like pouring every time you choose to believe and stay in faith and vibrate at the frequency of believing that the thing already happened. Like being a vibrational match for it means that you are, you know, how, you know, silly example, but if you, somebody said you won the lottery how freaking excited would you be? That's the level of excitement you need to have to be a vibrational match. And I really think that's such a great analogy. It's kind of like every time you choose to believe and be in the vibration of having the thing, being the thing, being a match for the thing, being the person who has the thing, you're like pouring water into that cup and eventually it just like overflows and spills over into your reality. And so I think we really see what we actually believe when something doesn't happen, because if you go ahead and you're like, well, yeah, like, I mean, it was kind of too good to be true or this or that, or the other. It's like, well, that's what you actually then believe deep down. And, and so then, yeah, that's what you actually created. So I think, you know, really check your belief and, you know, with gentleness, with grace, but your beliefs are creating your reality. They really, really, really do. And we see them. We see evidence of our belief in our reality. And this is also something I'm going to talk about in one of these steps when it comes to like forcing and stuff. Um, well, yeah, actually, let's get into that. Um, so number two reason why your manifestation not, might, might not be happening, you are being pushy or forceful with it. And that is putting you in a lack of energy. And it's showing you you don't actually believe. If you are force, if you're forcing, if you're pushing, sometimes we cut corners. Sometimes we do things that aren't in alignment. It's because we really don't believe. That's the energy of lack. Lack is not a magnetic frequency at all. It's a frequency of not enough, not working, desperation, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't get us what we want. Ninety-nine point like nine 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 percent of our reality is energy. And the rest of it is matter. That's not a lot. Our external reality is such a small part of what everything is. And when we get pushy or forceful, we're like t- trying to get what we want through the small 1%. And it's just so much less effective than being in the energy that is magnetic for what we want. Um, But it also just like we actually, through forcing through the physical realm, we we actually get into the energy that Repels what we want. I really believe that the universe is, you know, its main goal is to have us be our most authentic self, our highest self, which is our most magnetic self. When we are in our true authenticity, when we are, you know, truly our best selves for that point in time and we continue to evolve into the next best self as we learn and grow we are like our most magnetic and that means we will be a magnet for everything that is actually aligned and meant for us and when we are forcing or pushing a lot of the times I have found in myself in clients we end up doing things that aren't actually in alignment with ourselves whether it's maybe telling a little white lie or it's uh, rushing something, trying to speed it up. Maybe it's cutting a corner. Um, Maybe it's trying to like get around something. Maybe it's, you know, I see this a lot. It's settling in like, especially when it comes to relationships. I feel like so much of our nervous systems, like being regulated or dysregulated often stems from interactions with other people. And I think some of the greatest highs and lows in life can come from especially romantic relationships. Um, They can really wound us and trigger us and make us feel so unsafe and so vulnerable. While on the flip side, they can be so healing and nurturing and empowering. They they just are so, our emotions are so tied to people and relationships. So I feel like there are usually just so impactful more than other things typically are on our nervous system. And so I just find, you know, we, we don't feel safe sometimes when someone pulls away or we're not being chosen by another person, but it's just, it's so hard, but it's, it's a test from the universe to, are, are you ready for what you want? Are you ready to be your next level self and to be a match for the thing that you're trying to call in? That's probably better than what you currently have in your reality, right? We set goals we get clear on what we want to manifest. It's usually always stuff that's better than what we currently have. And so if you want something better, you have to be a match for something better. And so the universe is trying to get us to step up. And sometimes there are tests to see if we're ready. And if you are like, well, he's like, yeah, he's so good to me. He says he's out of the other he's really only putting 20% into the relationship, but you make X, Y, Z excuses. And it's like, it's not always even like, you know, it's those little things. It's like, you're not even doing anything unethical, but you're really not in alignment with yourself. You're really settling. And oftentimes the universe doesn't let those things work out that really aren't in alignment with who we are supposed to be stepping into. Um, And so if you catch yourself doing things like that to make something happen which is pushy or forceful energy a lot of the times it doesn't end up working out I've just I've seen so many times when you know myself or a client has maybe tried to convince somebody to be in a relationship with them and they were maybe weren't ready or maybe they really didn't want to be but they were like no like we're so good and you know not that they were like being you know icky pushy but you know, just try, even myself, you know, I've been there in the past where I like really wanted somebody. And I just put a million percent in, over put them on a pedestal, um, gave them all my time and energy, whatever, anything to just try to make them happy, to make them choose me. Um, and it just, they did for a bit. And then it ended up really not going so great because, well, they weren't ready or they really didn't want me and they were like oh well but I guess this seemed they 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 settled in themselves then like this seems so great she's doing all these things for me you know maybe I should give this a try when they kind of knew that it wasn't really that much of a fit but you made it so easy for them to say yes but it wasn't sustainable and or you settle on like Core values or things that you really need or want, um, and then you get resentful because you're not having your needs met down the road, or the other person is because you kind of convinced them you could meet their needs and you really couldn't. And so these are just examples, but you know when we settle, it is a form of pushing or forcing, and it just I usually find that it doesn't end up working out long term, and it just creates more pain. It's not that those things don't work out for our good. Um, I always learn lessons. But if I had kind of passed the test and trusted myself and trusted what I knew I needed or what was right or not pushed or forced, I probably wouldn't have had to go through the pain that then taught me the lesson. <laughs> um, and, you know, I am here for the journey and I'm not here to avoid pain, but I, I do believe that sometimes we cause our own suffering because we, we don't learn a lesson or, you know, I feel like we know, or at least I've usually known deep down when I have kind of been like, fine you know not really listen to deep down what I knew you know I I just created more pain and strife for myself and maybe in other situations maybe cost myself more money or you know the universe wants us to be that highest self it wants us to get what we want and so a lot of times these things not working out are the universe like showing us like hey like you're not in alignment with yourself, with what you want. This is not, this is not right for you. Um, And that's kind of, that's kind of my third thing of why sometimes our manifestation isn't happening. Sometimes there are lessons that we need to learn to be a match for it. You know, sometimes we really, we, you know, the universe wants to give us what we want. It, It has to, but it really wants to give us what we want. But if we're not a match for it (laughs) and we're not doing what we need to do to be a match for it, like there are definitely times where I've caught myself being like, I want all these things and I'm really not behaving as the woman that has those things. And the universe makes life a little hard for me or a little unpleasant for me to get me to level up in those areas. And then I level up in those areas. I learn my lessons. I start, I realize I'm actually embodying the energy of what I want and it comes into my reality. So I really think I, and I have just seen time and time again, even in clients, like a lot of the times it is a loving, gentle chastisement <laughs> that we're getting to stop these things that are attracting what we don't want because we're saying what we do want and we're not embodying it and being a match for it. And the universe is like, hey, girl, I want you to have this, but you got to stop doing this. You got to stop settling for the guys who give 20 percent. If you want a guy that gives 50 percent or 80 percent or, you know, you have got to stop being irresponsible if you want safety and stability in your life you've got to create that for yourself you've got to protect yourself I've learned some lessons recently about having my own back and I posted on Instagram recently about being your own asset um because we are our biggest asset and I have not treated myself like that for a lot of my life and I maybe I'll do another episode and chat more about this but a lot of it comes from trauma um especially like when you were trained to self-abandon to create safety for yourself, to regulate a dysregulated chaotic household, you had to put yourself last and appease and regulate for other people and do all these things It trained you that like your feelings, your needs, your emotions, your safety, like wasn't important. You just had to do whatever it took to create safety for yourself. Um, So there's a lot of like just fucked up stuff that comes from, trauma in our childhood which doesn't have to be some big event like a parent dying it can really just be you know yelling constantly in your house something the holistic psychologist posted about this recently like it can just be something that was traumatic for a child because think about it children don't know how to regulate their nervous system they don't know how to handle big emotions that's what a parent's there for but if their parent is constantly unable to regulate their own emotions and there's constantly yelling or screaming or Uh, neglect or whatever it might be anything there's a whole spectrum of things check out her stuff if you want to learn more about this but that is big trauma for a child and it does really affect how you show up as an adult and what you believe what you're attracted to Um, I've been doing a lot of nervous system work on being attracted to safety and stability because I was attracted to chaos and pain and suffering for a lot of my life because that's what I was used to my whole life. So it felt more safe to me than safety and stability. Like, cause it's just what I was used to. I wasn't used to safety and stability that felt so strange. And you know, it's, it's a not, not a helpful thing for healing, but it is a helpful thing, I guess for a protective mechanism, but our brain will choose what it knows over what it doesn't know at any given point unless you can override it because of course the known feels more safe than the unknown it's a protection measure for us but you know as we know chaos and <laughs> instability and all that stuff is definitely not more safe than safety and stability. um so it's I've had to retrain myself and my nervous system and my brain too and I'm still doing that through EFT tapping and um other rewiring methods but you know, it, it definitely sometimes comes from things that are just not our fault. And I, that's why I always am such a proponent, such a proponent of giving ourselves grace, because a lot of our subconscious, it, like programming is just not our fault at all. Like it's subconscious, which means it was formed when you were a child or a teenager. So it's not it literally isn't your fault, but doesn't mean that you're not responsible for it. So I really, you know, I think that if you can try to see going back to point three, how the universe is trying to help you through these lessons that seem so painful or horrible or the opposite of what you want. uh, I think it can give you a perspective that helps you move through the lesson so much quicker, actually, and so much more painlessly and learn it and then actually manifest what you want. So coming off of that, number four, sometimes it's just not time. Um, And I am the queen of impatience, you guys. Like, (laughs) I'm really impatient sometimes. And I just, I want what I want and I want it now. And I'm learning that that is an energy that is going to tie into point five, But it's just not a very abundant energy. It's not a very grateful energy. Um, It's not an energy of really being in the present and feeling safe and all the feelings I need to feel to attract the thing I want in the present uh, it blocks it so I really do believe in divine timing Um, and if you can let go of that and I understand that sometimes it's really hard like you know you've got bills to pay I've got bills to pay like sometimes there are deadlines on things you know something I don't know You're founding a new business and you need so many angel investors, you know, by XYZ date or whatever, you know, there are obviously time is we live in a world that is dictated by time. Um, And I think that's where faith can become a tool that you really strengthen and use a lot because faith will allow you to release, which is such a receptive magnetic energy. But I think that sometimes it's the timing and you really got to let go and trust And that's going to leave me into point number five. Sometimes we're too focused on what we want. Um, And when we're so focused on what we want, we're focusing on something we don't have. And it can create an energy of lack, which again is not an attractive energy because we're like, we're feeling like we're not happy until we have that thing. And that's just not going to get the thing because that is not the vibration that having the thing is. Having the thing is one of gratitude, abundance, joy, right? Like feeling fulfilled, feeling happy. If you are not able to feel that about your current reality, you're really going to have trouble attracting what you want um, because and and I think this maybe this is like a little bonus point because I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, if you're escaping your life a lot, I think you're going to be creating an energy of lack for yourself because escaping is also saying that I don't like my current reality. So if you're constantly trying to numb through television, through busyness, through taking on your friend's problems, through alcohol, through drugs, through social media scrolling, through whatever it might be, um, you can over spiritually be in an escapist mindset, like where you're just constantly meditating or, you know, focusing on, Um, learning spiritual truths. Like if you are not feeling safe in your body and in your present situation, it can sometimes create that energy or often I think creates that energy. It's something I've just been really diving into a lot recently. It's like, let's just like, it, it, it can just, it can push away what you want because it's saying that you are not happy with what you currently have. And it's hard. I get it. Like if you, don't have enough money to pay the bills. I understand that that can be so, so, so hard. I have been there. Um, It's really hard to stay in an abundant energy and to not want to escape from the stress of that situation, which is why nervous system regulation is so, so powerful. EFT tapping has really been changing my life as has this mental work and becoming emotionally available to myself. I need to talk about this in another episode. I've been doing a lot of Learning and wow, it has been changing my life. I really feel like for the first time in my life, I am really emotionally available to myself, which I'm really excited about because I'm like, this means that I'm going to attract an emotionally available partner soon. That's on my list. But I, you know, and here's a great example. I sometimes catch myself seeing somebody who has that beautiful, romantic, passionate love that I want or seeing the evidence of the lack of it in my life. And I sometimes just get really sad And I just have to love myself and hold myself in that sadness because it's valid. But then I don't want to stay there because then I'm not appreciating all the love that is in my life and enjoying my life as it is. Like, if I'm waiting to have that love to feel happy and loved and abundant, I'm going to be waiting a really long time and I'm going to be miserable. And I'm going to be letting my inner state be dependent on my external reality. And I refuse to do that. I feel like that is the literal. Like boiling a lot of this down, that's like literally the opposite of what the, the gist of this work is about. It's about creating your internal state and then that creates your external state. Like it's so simple. I create my ex- my internal state regardless of what's going on outside of me. And then that manif- that's manifestation. It manifests in my external reality. So yeah, I get it. I'm with you guys. Like I'm guilty of all of these. I'm, I only know to share them because I do them and have done them and you know it's it's a constant you know journey and just because you learn a lesson doesn't mean that then you don't have to master it at level two or five or ten it's like you know a lot of these principles we have to learn at new levels um which is why I do I do love this stuff because it's like you can especially the manifestation steps but like all of these things you can just take it to every single next level and it just still applies and so it's the same principles um and like I'll listen to or read the same books at the same like over and over and over again just they hit different at different levels. So it's like the same stuff and it just always works, but Okay, number 6. And I chatted about this a little bit in one of the earlier points, but sometimes you're blocking what you want because it doesn't feel safe to your nervous system. And this is something I I feel like just love yourself so much, give yourself a hug. The more you build a strong, stable, solid, loving, supportive relationship with yourself, the more you will heal your nervous system and stabilize it. But I think this is really, you know, it's something to really lean into. I'm about to start a book that apparently dives into this more. So I will I will let you guys know anything I learn. But I, I have had to do a lot of work, um, especially having gone through a lot of abuse and trauma in my life, where I have to actually say that something I want is safe to me because subconsciously as we know our nervous system our brain it's so smart it's going to block anything that doesn't feel safe to us so if a relationship doesn't feel safe to you you can manifest till the cows come flying home and the sky is purple you won't manifest a relationship because your nervous system will automatically block it it won't let you lean into it because it doesn't feel safe um, and it doesn't mean you can't start to attract it and you can't like grow through things. But really ask yourself when you're trying to manifest something, if it's not coming, what in what about this doesn't feel safe to me? What about this scares me? What about this am I worried about? Try to ask yourself questions to uncover anything that you can uncover about why you don't feel 100% hell yes safe, great, amazing with what you want to manifest. And you're probably going to come up with some stuff and then that is going to help you move through it and unlock yourself in that area. And then last, last but not least, this is one I always have to get on myself about. (laughs) I am not an executor. I am an ideas person. I am such a creative. Um, I can talk ideas and all this stuff and talk about this stuff with you guys all day long, but I am bad at executing. And I think it's my ADHD, but, um, and I don't use that as a crutch, but I do try to use it to understand myself to how I, how to overcome, how to overcome it. And I have worked with, learned to work with myself better, um, as I've gotten to understand myself better, but taking inspired action is so important. You got to take inspired action. If you are sitting on your couch, complaining to your girlfriends, how there's no good men out there and you're never going to meet a man. First of all, you've got a lot of limiting beliefs that, and you're creating your reality right there. So that's number one. But number two, you're not going to meet somebody if you're, well, first not open to it. But second, you're not taking inspired action and like going to the bar, going on hinge or at like – You know, I know people who have just said, like, set an intention that they wanted to meet somebody, they wanted to connect with a person, they wanted a relationship, and they're just going out with their friends, they're doing things. Like, you have to be willing to take your inspired actions, which, you know, sometimes looks like getting on a dating app or, applying for a job like I do I do a million percent believe and have seen this true in my life things just come to me and I really love that energy and I'm really about that beautiful feminine receiving frequency where the things just come but it, it, it ain't always like that and sometimes we grow into better people through taking inspired action and we get other benefits and other beautiful manifestations so that's my last one for today there's more stuff I could probably go into about this and how we block ourselves. But I feel like this is a really solid, just things I've been seeing in myself and my clients recently why manifestations aren't coming through. These are a lot of the reasons why they might not be coming through. Um, And so, you know, I think I gave some of the shifts throughout the podcast, but just a few things that you can do. And, you know, obviously, you can go through all of those and start doing the opposite and that's going to help you. (laughs) And I highly recommend that. Like if you're not taking inspired action, take inspired action. If something you uncover, something's not safe to your nervous system, work on do some EFT tapping to help it feel safe to your nervous system. If you're pushing and forcing, stop pushing and forcing. Um, If you don't really realize, if you realize you deep down, don't believe uh, let's do some belief work. And if it's maybe you're like pushing on the timeline. You're not patient, Maybe stop thinking about it and go enjoy your life. Do something else. Same with the two focused on it. Stay grateful for your current reality. Um, ask yourself, universe, God, what do I need to learn? What areas? Ask yourself. Honestly, I've been asking myself this a lot lately. How am I not embodying or showing up as the person that has these things that I want? How am I not growing as I'm meant to? How am I not fully, you know, my best self? in alignment with myself in integrity like ask yourself like this is about personal growth too and you know you can always first for me you know whenever I am just really defeated last thing this kind of simple practice that I do if I'm defeated I'm upset I'm confused frustrated whatever it is I just I really do for me step one I just shift back into belief I really come back to I know it doesn't look like it's working I don't understand why. I wish it was here yesterday. Um, This seems like it's going the opposite direction, but I'm going to choose to believe. And it's a choice. Believing is actually a choice. Um, And I say that with love, but also it's meant to be tough love to you and to me. It's a choice. We're not always going to feel like believing, just like love is a choice. You're not always going to feel like being loving, but you choose to, especially if you've made a commitment to somebody. You don't always love or feel like showing up for your job, but you choose to because you you committed to it. Um, belief is a commitment. It's a choice. And so I go back to, because I this is the worldview, I have chosen that I know works, that I've seen work. I choose to believe that even though it doesn't look like it, I don't understand. I wish it was here yesterday. I choose to believe it's all happening exactly as it should in perfect divine timing. And every single bump is here to help me actually be more magnetic towards what I actually want and to help me learn what I need to to have the happiest life with all the things I want and be my best self. I go back into believing that and then I go into feeling the feelings. I do a meditation. I go back to visualizing what I am calling in, what I want. I try to stay unattached from like really specific, like specific people, like like wanting to date a specific person or to work out or a specific job you know, it's not that you can't do it. You definitely can. I feel like though, it's really good to help yourself with not being attached and then like clingy, forceful, um, which pushes things away. It's helpful for me to visualize how I want to feel with the person, the love, the kind of love I want, how I want them to treat me, touch me, um, you know, how, how our lives are, how we spend our time, the kind of wealth, not a specific number, but the kind of lifestyle I want, um, you know, how I want my job to feel, how I want to feel helping people and how I want, you know, envisioning how I'm helping them. You know, it's it's trying, I try to not be so attached to very specific things, but more the feelings, the general vibes of stuff. And I go back and I just, I, I do a meditation. Uh, you don't have to meditate. Sometimes visualization works, whatever it might be, um, journaling it out, doing a riff. Um, and I just, I just try to vibrate. Uh, on the frequency of whatever it is that I'm calling in which is tends to be like bliss joy abundance I try to get there with whatever I'm visualizing and then I reflect I shift I grow I really do take stock of any ways that I could be blocking what I want Um, and then I I also do some reflecting on how would I act with the you know how would I be behaving if this you know, life that I'm calling in was my life now. And I try to shift as I can and show up that way now. You know, if you would be really motivated to get out of bed and start your job every morning, if you write your dream job, start being really motivated. Find find something to be motivated about getting out of bed for. Maybe it's sending a resume to a company every morning, but like start embodying the person that you want to be that has those things now. And yeah, those are my tips. That's what I have for you guys today. I hope it was helpful Um, and I send so much love because I just know how discouraging, defeating, frustrating, all those things. It can just be so hard when we think something isn't working out Um, and so it really is, it's mastering your mind, um, mastering your emotions, mastering yourself, learning how to deal with these things and get yourself back into the energy that's going to support you in scaling and manifesting as quickly as possible um, while also enjoying the journey and not treating ourselves or our lives like a project. Um, It's a weird balance, right? But uh, you've got this. I'm here for you. If you want support, if you are trying to do these things, you've been listening to my podcast and they've been really helpful, but you feel like you're just like not getting where you want to be fast enough, you really wish you had some support in, you know, applying the principles in figuring out where you're blocked because you're trying you're trying to figure out how to embody your next level self you're trying to figure out maybe what's not safe to your nervous system you're trying to figure out some of the answers to these things and you're not able to or you want accountability and doing the work um, to figure them out um, if you want a cheerleader in your corner I would love to support you I have my email in the show notes I'd love to have you in my one-on-one coaching program this is what I do for my clients I really help them unblock themselves and just just sore. Like I just, I'm so excited. I should share some testimonials soon. I shared recently on, I had um, one of my clients on the podcast and she shared where she's at now in just 10 weeks of working together. Um, she, <laughs> I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. Um, and that's what I'm here for is just to help you guys and support you in getting you to where you want to be much quicker and faster and less painfully than it can sometimes be or confusingly. And it can be when we're just like doing it on our own. So if you want help, you want support, I'm here for you. I would love to help you. We can hop on a call. Just shoot me an email or book a discovery call. I will also have my link if you just want to go ahead and book a call. You don't want to email or ask questions. You know you want to book a call to just chat about coaching. Um, I would love to chat with you.